It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, baby, yo, here we go. Let's start the show. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella, and with me, as always, ladies and gentlemen, my brother from another mother, it's Trader Andy in the house. What's up, man? What's going on, bro? Chilling, chilling. Yeah, going for a different vibe today, you know? Things, right, have, right. things have been a little stressful, so we're going with a little psychedelic look today with a little neon light going right. on and everything. That, that so, Philly sign is just going to make me puke. Trying but, to change you know. it up. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> well, well the, the, the Dolphins flag was on front of the house, but I had to, like, let that go in the wind this week, so ugh, crash and burn if, if I don't believe. <laughs> so All right. right. I don't know, man. Flanking him to the left is the Greek god of the mock draft. It's Nick Mimi. What's up? What's going on? What's up? Ah, you looked up for a minute. Thanks. Thanks. I did. I was tweeting. I was. I was writing something. On my oh, phone. You're, t- you're you're tweeting. You're getting people to uh, join in. Hopefully, they don't think we suck. Yeah, well, well, they don't uh, think we well, suck. Let me, let me just tell you something. In the famous words of Aaron Rodgers, you know, I, I'm just happy. It was nice to go and put some nice picks out there. You know, to get the trolls off our backs for this week. So I'm excited about that. You know, so, uh, you know, we didn't have to go from suck to blow yet. <laughs> Mega made. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We always start off with uh, the, the good stuff. So let's start off with a victory lap. Nick, what do you got for me? Um, Last night, Aaron Rodgers, baby. Won me 100 bucks. A little DFS bet in there. Um, and just fantasy in general. I needed thirty nine points between him and my uh him and the Packer defense, and I got forty four. I think he was on fire, and he probably could have had more if he didn't miss those two uh, you know, wide open passes to MVS at the end there. You so nice. Matt Bun won you a hundred dollars. Nice, nice. I did, I did. Nice. All right, Andy, what do you got for me? Uh just hey, just the baseball guy is on fire. I won every uh. Every uh, league this week, uh, doing really well in the fishbowl, uh, coming off a, a bad loss where I put up almost 200 points. But, you know, head-to-head sucks, but I'm doing well, and I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. All right, I'm going to take a victory lap on you all. So I, on our DFS show on Friday, obviously, if you were watching, there's a couple of jackasses trolling us in the comment <laughs> section. <laughs> Right, and I got thrown off by it a little bit because I I started ready to fire away, and if you heard I the was, end, the I last wanted, two minutes of our show, uh, I stuttered a little bit because <laughs> I, I I went back and forth to like ah, uh, what do we say to this? And I, you know, I, I thought of the right thing to say afterwards. I didn't want to be nasty in return because trolls are trolls, and I don't want to troll back because that's not the right thing to do. But here's the bottom line, dude. You want to know what my credentials are? I played on three sites this week. I doubled up or more on all of them. Right. I placed seven bets this week. I won five of them. I have 12 head-to-head leagues. I went 11-1 this week, okay? I have a guillotine league that I lost Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, and then Raheem Mostert, and I had the highest points this week, right? Scott Fishbowl, I played against the guy with the second most points in the entire conference, and I beat his ass by 25, so there's your credentials. All right, take a lap around that. <laughs> does, does that count as your rant? Because that that sounds that's like a rant. rant. That's a rant. Oh, yeah. You're fired a up, rant. and I like it, man. <laughs> <laughs> all 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Just because I don't have a freaking million dollars in my account on DraftKings doesn't mean I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, well, all right? Well, well, first so you don't have to be a damn millionaire and play in $20,000 a week to know what the hell you're talking about. We know what the hell we're talking about here, guys. Yo, so listen That's to this. it. Turn it off if you don't want to watch no, it. They're there on a Saturday night listening to us. Obviously, they're looking for something because they don't have it. <laughs> yes. All right. I don't I don't want to I don't want to take a crash and burn after that. I'm feeling good. So I got no crash and burn. You guys got something or you want to keep it positive? Yeah, really quick. Scott Fishbowl went against uh looked my, <laughs> I looked at my lineup and uh I had Trevor Lawrence with negative seven points in Fishbowl, and I was going against Daniel Jones and Jared Goff. And I said, come in the week, all right, cool. He's going to have maybe 20 combined points from his quarterbacks. Yeah, 50 points, and I lost by five. You know, Goff looked good. Goff I, looked I awesome. Was, I was ripping him, but he he actually looked on point. And he has he's no got, receivers to throw to either. Yeah, he's got to be in the right system. That's what it comes down to, right? Yeah, easily. Cool. Quintez Cephas, baby. Uh, real, real quick, let me give a, a quick shout out to my boy uh, George Rivera on the line, who said, "Let's go Jets," because he bets against the Jets in every one of our suicide pools, and he's moving over, moving forward. So, good yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> you, Smart. You, you, listen, <laughs> li, li, listen. The o the offer only happened once in NFL history, so it will bite you in the ass at some point. Well, well we're going Broncos this week. Let's go. All right, trap game, right, trap right. game. <laughs> All right, so nice. my, my uh, crash and burn obviously is I, I put a lot of uh, weight into the DFS lineup for the Chargers and the Cowboys, which uh, laid a, a big goose egg. They real if they cashed like they were supposed to, I would have been up very well this week. But you know they uh, looked like crap, so that was my crash. All right, all right, cool. All right, before before we get into uh, the waiver wire for this week. Remember, we always are talking about my man, my man Reed, okay? We want to make sure that we're helping out this family. It's scrolling along the bottom there. In the amount of time that it takes you to set your waiver claims tonight, you can make a, a, a small contribution to at hello, my name is Reed, R-E-E-D, if you're listening and not watching. All right, this family needs your help. This young man needs your help and your support. Rally for Reed is what next weekend, right? October, October, October 2nd. second. Okay, so we're really gonna there. push this on Friday. Definitely, Andy's gonna be there. My family will be there as well. All right, looking forward to that. But let's get into uh, the football. All right, so let's talk some uh, waiver wire, Mister Nick, Mister yeah. Uh, yeah. Mister Article Nick. All right, so let's start off with uh, running backs. Okay, we have a couple of injuries this week, right? Yep. yep. So who are we looking at so far? Uh, we're we're going to try to try to keep it to players that are appro approximately fifty percent in, in that right? range. We're, yeah, right. Right. If, if you know, we're we're not looking at the people that are ninety percent owned. Because, no, no, we're not looking at the Tony uh, Pollard's. They're they're not an option for me. If Tony Pollard's available in your league, he should be added immediately. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're in a 10 team league and you need a little bit of help, just reach out to us and let us know. Yeah. The best Not thing to do too, for especially tonight is go to your waiver wire, hit rostered percentage and hit that and look at the highest percentage of uh, free agents available. And sometimes there's going to be some slips in the crack. Right. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So, so who are we looking at here? We're looking at, uh, uh, your your top guy probably McKissick. Yeah, you think? Yeah, or? right. Yeah, right now, um, McKissick is um he's under fifty percent owned. Um, looking at ESPN, he's forty two percent rostered. Uh, he had a huge Thursday night game. 
for the uh, Washington football team. He, um, he only had four carries, but receiving-wise, he had five catches, 83 yards, and he did have the rushing touchdown. Uh, he had 110 receiving targets last year, and it's seeming like that might that number might he might not hit that number, but he's looking good. And he outplayed Gibson, and it's gonna be the same situation as it was last year. Um, Fitzpatrick's on IR, and Heineke's in, and he's gonna check down. Yeah, you you, you think this is a product of the uh, of the quarterback change? I think it's a good possibility. Fitz is we we talked about it in the offseason with Fitz, and he wasn't gonna check down. He was just going to throw the ball with his head turned sideways, and I don't think he's getting that job back right now. Right. All right. So if you're if you're in need, especially in a PPR situation, if, oh yeah, if you're in flex. need of a running back, and you're considering him a flex. Mm-hmm. How much of your remaining budget are you going to put on him? Uh, I'd go probably thirty thirty five percent here. All right. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's, let's go over to the jets. Yeah. Michael Carter looked good. So so Michael Carter, if we look at redraft, Michael Carter is probably like an eighth, ninth round pick. And after the first game, people just dropped him left and right. They weren't being patient. They F it. Um, he's 55% roster on ESPN. But if you watch that abysmal, absolutely terrible jets game on Sunday, he looked good. He was fighting for extra yards. He was breaking tackles. Uh, he had one reception where he broke two tackles, fought for the first down. He's a starter for the Jets. Um, I mean, it's clear as wow. day. He had 11 carries for 59 yards. He's the guy right now. I believe he had two catches for 29. Jets run defense is doing very well. Uh, Morgan Moses, the right tackle, was, I think, graded as the fourth best tackle on Sunday. So I think, th- I think it's on the up for Michael Carter from here. Ty Johnson's the only main competition. I think Tevin Coleman had four or five carries. So Carter's a guy right now. They ran the ball, ran the ball very well overall. They looked pretty good. The, right. the holes, the holes were there, and I, I think mm-hmm. that uh, Carter's game and uh, the passing game is going to be a little better this week coming up. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a rebound for the Jets. I just saw Bradley Chubb's probably going to be out too for the Broncos, so they well, might have a chance to uh, do something. Well, you have to realize what they're going to probably try to do is do short passing, quick dump offs to they have to give his confidence back because he is lost. Yeah, you have to. He well, that's the thing. Uh, Salah in the press conference said he needs to learn how to play boring football, and that's checkdowns. Yeah. yeah, that wins in the NFL, absolutely, and it wins for fantasy. We learned that. Mm-hmm. Woo! Oh yeah. Woo! Woo. Uh, all right. So ne- next up, uh, kind of saw this one coming. James White, man. Yeah. Wow. He's looks, back. Lo- looks like the good old days. Who said that? Who said that? He's back. Huh? Yeah, I, I said that Friday night. Troll. <laughs> and you used him in DFS, right? Yeah, dirt cheap. He was yes. dirt cheap, yes. and he went off. Well, Ramondre Stevenson's inactive, so J- I mean, JJ Taylor's number two, but he didn't get much looking. James White had a rushing touchdown. James White torched the Jets on the uh, in well, the air. The Jets, you have to play running backs against the Jets. Yeah, right? that's what it is, especially the pass uh, catching backs. The Broncos, they got some nice running backs. He had six, he had six ca- there. He had six catches for forty-five yards and a full point PPR. That's double digits even before the touchdown. He's cheap. Too. He's cheap. He's dirt cheap. Right. And but I, I think the most important thing that you said, Nick, was, was that rushing touchdown. Other than Damian Harris breaking off a long one, he was relatively not involved. Nothing. And, nothing and at pr- all. Pretty much ineffective. Yeah. And, and James, White was, James White was in there as a standard running back, which we haven't yeah. really seen before. Yeah. So there, there's something different going on there. That's something mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting. So. 
this might be a priority ad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at it two, three years ago. He was a fourth, fifth, sixth round fantasy pick. Nothing's changed just except the quarterback. Right. Well, well, here's the thing. And we talked about last week how I said Mac Jones has that presence of himself, very similar to Tom Brady, where he knows where he is in the pocket and what's going on around him. Obviously, he doesn't have the skill set or the brain yet, but you know, he he, ha he has yeah. that 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 mobility in the pocket and the pocket presence. Cam Newton, his first reaction is always tuck the ball and run. Mm -hmm. So with Mac Jones being more of a pocket passer, like like you said, similar to uh, how Brady always was. Maybe that first reaction is to jump up, dump it off to James White, which seems hey, to work. Keep in mind, too, the Patriots were without their right tackle, Trent Brown. He was out. So they're going to get him back on next week and better numbers. James White is a priority head right now, if he's there. Right. All right. Uh, uh, so the, the last guy that's really got a little bit of helium on him uh, mm -hmm. on the running back side is one of these gadget players, Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, let's let's talk about that. I know you guys are higher on him than no. I am. I, oh, I, wow. I, I, I've faded a little bit on him. I think he's more hit or miss. I think he's going to be fool's gold. Um, he's battling Mike Davis starting reps. I mean, look at Patterson. I mean, he did have – he had seven carries, uh, 11 yards, which is absolutely nothing. He did have a rushing touchdown. He had five catches, 58, another touchdown. Um, he is wide receiver running back eligible on a lot of sites, but I don't know. Yep. It, Mike Davis is there. They're going to get, they're going to get him the ball. He's going to be like an eight to 12 point guy a game. Probably. That's fine. You grab him now and then you use him during the bye weeks because that's what, yeah. is. if he's starting for you right now, your team sucks and you've been decimated by injuries <laughs> and you need to go home and worry about baseball. But if you're going to get him now, like I just put a couple of claims in for now, he's going to be on my bench when, when the time comes, he's very versatile yeah. and yeah. it's, it's very, I like him as a player. I think he's going to be pretty good. Yeah. You got to keep in mind too, with the, um, the bye weeks coming <laughs> up too. It's like week six. I think the bye weeks start, um, start stacking your bench for that. So I, I, Andy, I think you said it absolutely perfectly. This is a guy that you're only going to use as a bi-week replacement. If he if he's on your your roster as a starter, your team sucks and you got bigger problems. <laughs> he he's very big play dependent, and you have to understand that you're starting him on a week to week basis with the possibility of a zero or an eighty yard touchdown. One of those two is going to happen. So that that's the 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 viability with him. And I think you couldn't have said it any any better than you did. You put you use him as a bye week replacement, no matter role, because that's the thing. Mike Davis in a bad game script still had seven receptions, mm -hmm. right? In a game that he was basically invisible, he still had seven catches. You know he's, he's playing gonna, next. Yeah, what's that? You know he's playing next. Who's that? The Giants. Yeah, perfect. So yeah, Mike Davis is the clear number one. Even if Mike Davis went down, Cordero Patterson does not become the, the, the lead running back. No, on the Wayne, team. Gall Wayne Gallman would. Right, 100%. Patterson is going to maintain this role throughout the season, regardless of Davis's performance, yeah. Davis's health. Yeah. There's other a lead running back than Cordero Patterson, but on any given week, he could pop 15, 20 points for you. No, your yeah. psychedelic stuff is not working. <laughs> What happened? You just went Max Hendrum. Uh, Hendrum. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's the flannel. It must be the flannel he's wearing. 
Yeah. Dude, dude. It's I, I came home oh from work. I didn't even have That's time what to is. change, man. I don't know. All right. Do you have any other speculative, speculative, spe uh, yeah, I would keep an eye on, uh, I'd keep a spec ed eye on, uh, Chubba, Chubba Hubbard. I just keep an eye on him. Uh, McCaffrey had cramps on Sunday. He's listed as questionable. He's going to play Thursday night, but it's just definitely something just to keep, just a monitor. I mean, if we all know if CMC would have missed time, Hubbard is basically like an 80% fab guy. Just grab him. Um, any, any of the top running backs, you have to grab their backup now. Yeah. Because, I mean, Dalvin Cook got hurt like three times on Sunday. It's going to happen. So yeah. just grab the guy now because he'll be running back uh, one in three weeks. Four yeah, weeks. Chubba Hubbard, um, like you just said, Dalvin Cook got hurt. Um, even the Saints, Tony Jones did absolutely nothing on Sunday, but he's an elite handcuff. He's somebody that you're going to want to have if something were to happen to Camara. All right. Hey, we got a question in the chat room. Uh, I want to run this by you real quick, Nick, and I, I think this is a pretty uh, slam dunk one. So so Joe said that he was the last guy in his league to take a starting quarterback, which is a good thing to do. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. And, and he got stuck with Tannehill, which isn't a bad thing. No. But he, but he has fields on his bench. Do you think he needs to do anything, or do you think he's set up? See, I think the I think the Bears are going to be stubborn with Fields, and I think if Dalton has is a, is basically has a pulse, they're going to play him, and it's starting to seem more and more obvious with that. Um, I'm high on Derek Carr. I mean, it sucks to say, but Sam Darnold's becoming fantasy relevant. Uh, Daniel Jones, the poor man's Josh Allen right now, the way he's running. Um, they're they're good spot starters depending on the matchup, and with Daniel Jones playing Atlanta, that's actually not a bad matchup play. Yep. All right, so so hopefully Daniel Jones is available for you. We feel a little bit stronger about him. I guess we'll finish off quarterbacks while we're here before we go to wide receivers. Yeah, um, well. Daniel Jones just offers an easy floor with the with the rushing yards. I mean, yeah. he's he's basically. It just seems like he's. I guess it. I guess it's a product of a terrible offensive line, but it seems like every game going back to last. Last year, I feel like he's rushing for 60 to 90 yards every single game. When he's not tripping, of course. <laughs> that is the epic fail of all epic fails. And you know what's great? He actually made up for it and had an amazing touchdown run, and it got called back on a penalty. Right. <laughs> that would have been the redemption story. All right. You Do you realize that uh, Derek Carr right now is uh, – I, I think he's leading the Ooh. NFL in – what? He's awesome. He's, he's been on fire. Yeah. yeah, I think he's leading the NFL in in uh, passing yards. Yeah, and he's he's pretty yeah. much in in, in uh, standard formats. He's QB like six overall. Yeah. I mean, well, it's only two weeks. We two touted weeks. him in the summer too, like a Scott Fishbowl, a Warrior Bowl, a Superflex. He is super underrated as a QB too. Right, and right now he's pushing QB one status on a tons fantasy team. Tons of weapons. Right, Darren Waller. Well, but, well, being honest with you, one of the reasons that I was pushing him early early in the offseason is because we look at him as a uh, as a quarterback of a bad team. That's You're going to get a lot of garbage time production. Yeah, but they're playing really well right now. Miami, Miami has them this week. I'm looking forward to that game. I think it's going to be a challenge. Is Tua going to play? That's the big question. Yeah, we'll find out. He's day-to-day, -day, but aren't we all? Yeah, this is true. Right. While we're on quarterbacks, what do you feel about Tyler Heineke? He's the answer. I don't. They should not turn back. I mean, not the answer to the future, 
but he's their quarterback this year. I don't think they should go back to Fitz. Uh, tell Fitz, go to a retirement home and just stay away. I got a question for the football guy. You ready? With all the injured quarterbacks this week, what wide receivers would you fade based on the crappy Jacob Eason starting and stuff? Who would you who would you fade and who would you go with? I mean, I think that we've we've seen that Brandon Cooks is quarterback. Doesn't matter. Who's no, he's fine. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Davis gonna, Mills. He's with gonna, him. He start him, but someone like Michael Pittman or someone no, like that. Like, bench, bench. Uh, I would even move Jonathan Taylor to a fringe RB too, just because you know they're going to stack the box on that. I would still start him. I'm not going to sit him, but I would not put him as an RB one this week. And then I hear uh, uh, Big Ben has a pectoral muscle. He's issue fine. And- He'll be fine. And then Deontay Johnson, he's not going to play. No, he's probably not going to play, but he avoided a serious injury, oh, um, Tomlin Chase, said. Chase Day. Chase Claypool, I, I, Juju, I, James Washington's speculative too. Didn't, didn't have to use my AK. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's cross over to some wide receiver talk. We just mentioned, mentioned uh, Daniel Jones. Yep. It looks like he has fallen in love with Sterling yeah. Shepard. Yeah, not Kenny Galladay. It's uh, Sterling Shepard. Nine catches, 94 yards, 10 targets. Um, I think it's crystal clear who he enjoys throwing to, and Shepard's a PPR guy right now. I Galladay, think there's not any pissed, arguments. Galladay's too pissed off yelling at the offense coordinator. Yeah, he, he wasn't happy with Jason Garrett, apparently. <laughs> who I mean, is? Who would be? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just clap the, the, it out. Clap it out. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> the clapper. <laughs> His lights must be going on and off all day long. Right? <laughs> you know, I watched a uh, an old school Sopranos clip, and uh, uh, the old woman woke up and did the clapper, and the lights went on. It actually brought a smile because that used to be the most popular thing. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. Let's keep going with the wide receivers, and probably yes. the biggest. Give me, let me take. Week. Let me take this one. Uh oh. Go for it, Because I have just been going through – we drafted a 1,000 teams, and I've been going through all my rosters, loaded my team. Please have him. Yes, I do. Please have him. Yes, I do. Rondell Moore. I have him everywhere. And it's so awesome to open my app and see him on my team. Uh, The breakout's coming. He is looking good. He's getting targets. Arizona's getting him on the field. Um, It was an easy touchdown he had. We talked about it. It was an easy go-to touchdown, but he had the points. And his helium is skyrocketing. Um, I've been touting him all summer. Every article I've written this summer, dating back to probably June, he's been in there. Um, he's the guy. Seven catches, a buck 14, eight targets, and a touchdown. Cardinals using the most four receiver sets in football. He's on the field most of the time. He's getting – I think yeah, I think he out-targeted basically every receiver on that team. Hello? Even De- oh, DeAndre hello? Hopkins. Hello, hello. Hey, I, hello. Um, no, I, I he he has some value, but it, people are going to overpay for him. Oh, they're going to overpay. And that's sell, what I'm sell, sell right now because there's just too many target people out there. They're running with four wide receiver sets. You know, they got the the, the tight end who came out of nowhere, but he's only on the field for half yeah. the uh, the passing plays. But they're running four wide receiver sets. Kirk looks good. AJ Green, mm-hmm. that's my boy, and Hopkins. He did. Good. So Rondo Moore just – that was a broken play that he had. If oh, he yeah, have yeah, that, that's, that's I mean, what I was saying. So don't go crazy on this guy. You know, if you got him, let someone overpay for him. Sell. Yeah, don't – don't um to Andy's point, don't bid 50% of your budget 
Um, I'd go maybe 20, 25% of my budget and see if someone's sleeping, see if someone's blowing it on somebody else. Um, if I have a top waiver claim, yeah, I might, I might put it in on them, but I won't, but I won't spend all my money on them. Someone will. Somebody, oh, somebody will. It's just like last week, Elijah Mitchell. What happened? He got hurt. And now that I think they brought in Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson to compete and look at, it's just a disaster. I want to say something about Elijah Mitchell for a, for a quick second. While Floor is yours. Guys, this is Trey Sermon's backfield. I know he was on the field for one play. He fumbled and got concussed. <laughs> the truth be told, once this guy gets the ball and takes over, he's going to take over, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So don't fall for all this. Trey Sermon's going to get dropped in several leagues this week. Okay. Yes. Yes. He's going to get dropped. He's a. You take him for free. He is a priority pickup. He's going to be a star. It's going to be easy. Okay. Let me go back to Rondell Moore for a second because I I I have to take a mea culpa here, and, and I I gotta I gotta you know I I admit when I'm wrong. So I was all over it while we we were talking the three of us during the game, and I watched the play, and it was a broken play. He was wide open by himself, standing there like. Throw it to me. Throw it to me. And he caught the ball, turned around, and ran. And, yes, he's very fast. And I'm like, guys, 77 yards came on a broken play. But then when I watched the game back, right after that, the, the next drive. He looked great. Yes. Kyler Murray was doing nothing but peppering yeah. him with targets. He's yeah. like, ooh, that was fun. I got to mm -hmm. do this some more. Mm -hmm. And he kept <laughs> looking for him. So I think that there's something there, and, and it's there should be a criminal investigation as to why he's only 19% owned, and yeah. he needs to be 100% owned next week. Yeah, absolutely. Andy, Andy, I agree with your point that you shouldn't overpay on it, but you need to put in one of those honesty bids to keep the rest oh, of, of you know, no, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever it might be. Put a, yeah. put a bid for 15% of your budget in there and force that your league mates to pay for it. Don't let them off the hook. If he's only going for fifteen percent of budget, you deserve him, and and you win. And it, you know, other than that, let them let them pay that premium. Yeah, you know, definitely. Real, real quick, while we're on wide receivers, Nick, we have a question in the yeah, chat room and he's uh, he's actually the next guy we're going to talk about anyway. Well, Mike, all right, let's go. Yep. Um, KJ Osborne question is um, he's rising, and here's the thing with Irv Smith's injury, Chris Herndon's there, and he's just a useless. He's gone. Um. KJ Osborne's getting those tight end targets. I don't. I wouldn't worry about Justin Jefferson. I think he's going to get his. I think Adam Thielen's going to get his. And um, KJ Osborne's that third target in that offense. Um, I think he's. I think he's becoming a flex play, a low end flex flex play right now. But I wouldn't be worried about Justin Jefferson at all. He's a yeah, star, and it's not. He's going to get. His, yeah. He's going to get his targets. Yeah. I think you're good, Mike. Yeah, you're good. I wouldn't worry one bit about it. I think uh, Osborne's. He was a special teamer last year. He's coming on strong in two weeks. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy too much into him eating away at the star's talent. Awesome. All right, Nick, you got any uh speculative man, I can't say speculative today. You got any more spec picks that you want to look out? Spec I, I, picks. Wait, so wait, wait, let, let me put let me put a number out to you that I was shocked at when I actually typed it out. Braxton Berrios got eleven targets ah, on Sunday. He's awesome. I love he got that. Game. Eleven targets. He is the kick returner and the punt returner for the Jets. You know, Brandon Jamison Crowder was out. Yeah. It, it's clear as day the coaching staff is 
a fan of Barrios, and he's well, getting playing time left and right. Well, just think about this: Zach Wilson can't complete any passes to anyone on his own team except for Barrios. It, it, yeah, exactly, it keeps going <laughs> to him. You know, he likes the other team, but he goes to Barrios when he doesn't go to the other team. And then just to stay with the Jets, um, it really upset me. Not the four interceptions, but he had Elijah Moore on a wheel route. If he led him straight up the field, it's a walk-in touchdown, and he led him to the sideline. Elijah Moore is getting better as the weeks go on, and I would expect him at, within the next week or two to really break out. If if Zach Wilson doesn't throw off his back foot. like Yeah. But again, he could have had a bigger stat line right there. It is around Halloween. He might be seeing ghosts too. Who knows? And just a quick rant, you know, referees giving the Patriots that free fumble in the beginning could have turned the tide of the game. You know, just salty Jeff fan here. <laughs> um, Nick, outside, outside of what's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just say outside of that, um, Tim Patrick, he didn't do much. That's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah, he had four targets. Uh, he caught three passes, but he did have a touchdown on thirty-seven yards. Um, he's there. Double digits, back to back weeks. I don't think he's a priority ad. Maybe he's one of those. I'm not going to waste a waiver pick, but if he's there the next morning, I'll add him. Kind of players. Um, something to keep an eye on. But you got KJ Handler that's there. Uh, Noah Fant's getting better. Cortland Sutton, if he stays healthy, is good. So Tim Patrick's just someone to keep an eye on. Nice. One of the other guys you mentioned in your article, and I I, I like that you called him a Scott Fishbowl pickup. Is Quez Watkins because I yeah. picked him up last week in the Scott yeah. Fishbowl. Mm -hmm. So boom, right there. Big playability, man. Yes. You he almost like had, he, guy, he huh? almost took um a 91 yard catch. Should have took it to the house. Are you saying boom like you started him in Scott Fishbowl? I did not start him, okay, but I right, got right. him. I got him, bro. Right, no, I got him before Moore. anybody heard of him. Rondo yeah. Moore was on my bench in Scott Fishbowl, and it really hurts me. Listen. As far as Quez Watkins, he was one of the best players in the NFL in the in the preseason. He was all over the field. Man. So this guy he, is, is is a thing, man. You definitely yeah. need, need to buy him. I don't you're care what your format is. Put him at the end of your bench and watch because it's going to happen. You're talking about practice, man. We're talking practice. about practice. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm hoping it's not another Travis Fulgham from last year because I uh. fell for that too. I, I bought I bought him in a dyno and, and uh you know he crashed and burned on me. It was like a four week uh four four weeks of goodness and then a bunch of crap. And then they cut him in the offseason. Right. All right, Nick. Anything we were looking at at tight end or is it a yeah. dead week? Max Williams, Jack Doyle. I will just move on. <laughs> Nobody crazy. I mean, Juwan Johnson and uh Troutman had pretty quiet weeks for the Saints. I mean, think everybody had a quiet week for the Saints. So if they're still available, if somebody rage drops them, I would look at them. Yeah. Uh, very, like, and again, very possible rage drops all week. Um, Trey Sermon, look at you know Juwan Johnson, Adam Troutman could be dropping deeper leagues. Michael Carter's probably dropped somewhere. Kizik's probably out there. All these guys have been dropped at some point. Yeah, you, again, want stay, you want to stay away from those Saints guys like Marquez Callaway, right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dra yeah take him. Ouch. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, I had I had the top score in my conference in fishbowl with him in my lineup giving me two points and Tua giving me negative four. So I, I'll live with it, man. I'm gonna sit on that and wait because I still think it's gonna happen. And by the way, someone's gonna overpay for Max Williams. Uh -oh. sure, go for it. Have fun. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. The Cardinals have never done anything with a, a tight end. Ever. Never. No, never, never. Ever. All right. 
All right, guys, let's uh, let, let's go through each game and kind of uh, see if there's any anything. Just spend one minute on each game coming up yeah. for week three. Uh, we got the the two the Thursday night special. Uh, special. I, I think I'm going to sleep through this one. Uh, uh, we got, got the nothing. Panthers going to the Texans. We got a quarterback change, and we got Brandon Cooks popping off. Okay, anything else on the Houston side that we're interested in? Brandon Cooks. That's it. And. Yeah, that's it. Nico yes. Collins is on IR. That hurts me. Right. So just Brandon Cooks. Right. What What do we think of Farrell Brown at this point? Are we disappointed uh, in that? Low Didn't end really tight happen. end. Low end, low end tight end too. Okay. A any interest? I I know you said that you were impressed with Sam this week after you hated him last week. He's gonna go uh, three. He's gonna go three and a <laughs> on a cake schedule here. Right. Any anything I mean, with the wide anything with the wide receivers that we're interested in? Just DJ Moore. Uh, I, I would. I'm not too. They look good. Um, high on. I'm not too high on Robbie. I think yeah, in the Jets game he only had three targets. I wouldn't even touch him. I think DJ Moore and McCaffrey the only two, and then for dynasty purposes, Marshall. Yeah, you want to stash Marshall even for redraft. I think he's a good stash. I think he's somebody that's going to pop off later on in the year. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. All right. Um, this is a big week for uh, for for knockout pools. There's a lot of, a lot of games with with a spread over seven. The next game on the docket is the football team at Buffalo. Buffalo's laying nine. So we're looking at McKissick. We're looking at uh, what's going on with Gibson. We're interested to see Heineke. Josh Allen is only QB seventeen, I believe, right now. Yeah, he's can, struggling a little bit. Are you concerned there, or that that's no, just no. that's variance? That, Not at all. Fix itself. I, I think Josh Allen will end the season at top top five, top seven quarterback. Right. Wouldn't I know you concerned. guys like Gabriel Davis. He looks pretty good so far. Yeah, he's a deep sleeper. Um, something to keep an eye on. Well, what about my guy uh, Devin Singletary? I, I drafted him in Fishbowl. Yeah, it looks good. Zach Moss is not a thing anymore. Do, do, no, Zach Moss is going to have some time. I think he's going to come in and actually get some time a little later. If you can get him now, I would. But Singletary looks really good. And mm -hmm. I think that you know the if the Bills can run the ball and not let Josh Allen make a lot of you know scrambling and getting hurt and stuff, I think they're going to try to run, run the ball. I think both guys are going to be viable. But right now, Singletary looks good. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. The, ne the next game on the slate is some injuries may come into play here. We got the Bears at Cleveland, who's laying seven points. So we got an injury on the Bears quarterback situation, and we got an injury to the Cleveland uh, basically everywhere. I mean, there's a lot of question marks in Cleveland, right, yeah. Nick? Yeah, Odell should make his debut, I would think, on Sunday. Jarvis is out. Baker was hurt. He went back in. He'll be fine. But, um, yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on with the receivers. Right. Who's Austin Hooper in this game? Right. Uh, do do you think the Schwartz may be with us? <laughs> Cecil Schwartz. Uh, <laughs> listen, Anthony Schwartz is fast, man. This is he was fast. He looks good. The, the, this is the closest thing to Tyreek Hill I've seen, bro. I know that sounds crazy. Ooh. I, I I'm not comparing him to Tyreek Hill, but I, I like that quickness and that 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 jolt. There, there's a lot to be excited about there, but I I. Like I think Odell's in an absolute smash spot without Landry. We talked about it last week or on the DFS show, I believe it was, that 
Landry without OBJ is not really a thing. But OBJ without Landry is going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like pepper, the, pepper with targets all day long. Yep. Right. What's the deal with Dalton? Is he is he going to play? Is he okay? If he, has a, if he has a pulse, he's going to play. Yeah, that's sad. The Bears <laughs> seem dead set on playing him. <sighs> Power to them. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. All right. So the Ravens are at the Lions, and the Ravens are laying a, a, a touchdown with a hook. And I look at that, and I feel like that's a broken line. Like, I feel like the Ravens are going to smoke the hell out of them. Oh, yeah. And the line's at seven and a half, and I'm almost ready to to lay that seven and a half. If it, it's not going to move, it's going to move to like nine, I think. So, a, any players in this game that we're excited about? Uh, Hollywood Brown looks pretty good. He's looks been like crushing he's it back, out, to back, huh? back to back yeah. weeks. Been crushing it, and um, right. I think on Yahoo I saw he's only like sixty something percent owned. So he's definitely he might still be out there for a few weeks. Wow. He had that, he had that questionable uh, uh, mark in, in the beginning of the day, so I just kind of. You know, I don't want to – wide receivers can pop something real quick, so I just – if I want to take the safe points and I stayed away from them this week, put them on my bench. Oof. All right. Nick, Nick, any any uh, opinion about the Ravens' backfield at this point? Don't touch it. Yeah, I think Tyshawn – Tyshawn's – he's a high – he's higher up in the stat pool right now, but I, I think it's just going to be a disaster. Everyone's going to get looks there. I, it's just not worth – yeah, five. If it's a bye week situation, it's worth it. But right now, I wouldn't touch it. All right, all right. On the Detroit side of the ball, we talked about how uh, Goff looks pretty good. He does. Um, he does. I'm a big big fan of Quintez Cephas. I, I have him in a couple of dynasty stashes. I'm, that's somebody I'm looking about. Is there anybody else we care about, or is are, are we expecting the Baltimore defense to kind of smother them? This yeah, week? you want to you want to see the running back situation play out. Swift versus Jamal Williams. It seems like they're both going to have some kind of relevance. And uh, Goff looks good. Right. All right. From a gambling uh, gambling angle, I want to talk about the next game. Uh, the <laughs> tit- the Titans are hosting the Colts, and they're laying five and a half, but the total's only forty eight. That seems pretty low to me. Because the tight the Titans defense is a sieve right now. They're not yeah, doing that, anything. That's, that's the Wentz effect right now. Right. But does it really yeah. matter? Jacob Eason? Yeah, it does. Is, is Wentz that re- is really that much to the line? Wentz makes yeah. that much of an impact? Because I if you would have asked me the total of this game, I would have said fifty three. And it's forty eight. How many points do you think Jacob Eason can put up? I mean, it's it's Carson Wentz. When was the last time he was really truly relevant? Yeah, Ever, right? I, I I just think that line's broken. I'm I, I think I'm going to hit that over pretty hard. Um, you mentioned Jonathan Taylor as, as somebody you're a little bit down on, a little worried about. Yeah, he's a guy we were drafting like fourth, fifth overall. In yeah, some just spots. because I feel like they're going to stack the box on um on Eason, and they might. Make it tougher. Might do some scat downs to Heinz. Uh, it's just a little worrisome with that. But then again, who knows? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, we we were high on Heinz last week. He kind of let us down a little bit. Uh, I think that's like the player season. that that's probably the player that gets the most boost out of out of the quarterback situation right now. Yeah, if Wentz is out, right? Yep. Fade the wide receivers. Oh yeah, da- don't touch. Da- downgrade Taylor a little bit. You probably want to stay away from Taylor in DFS. 
Yeah, let's, the let's DFS boost, stay away. boost Hines a little bit. Yeah. I agree I with that, last week. I Yeah, I did last week and burned me. Why not just go back? Let's go. Right. And it's Derrick Henry time all day long, man. Oh, God, he crushed it. He's the greatest of all time, man. I love this guy. <laughs> He's just making me money left and right. He oh, so boy. Good. Yep. All right. So the next game is a pretty exciting one. This has the highest total on the board at 55 and a half. The Chiefs are a touchdown favorite with the Chargers coming to town. A lot of fantasy goodness there, right? Start them all. Ooh, a little quick side note, victory lap. I'm ranked number eight in Rasball right now overall. Yeah. Nice. Impressive. Woo. Sorry, what, what was that? What were you saying? What's that got to do with the Chargers and the Chiefs? <laughs> go, go Eckler, go Herbert, go Keenan Allen. All of the above. Mike Williams oh, looks great. Mike Williams. Mike Williams give it, give looks great right now. Everything on the Chiefs. Nick, where are you at with Miko Harbin? Why are we scary? <laughs> I mean, Pringle, once you pop, you can't stop is there. He's doing well. And I heard Pringles actually is now sponsoring him. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it took long enough. He had eight yeah. targets. He looked, uh, looked involved. Nice. All right. The, the next game, uh, closing down the 1 o'clock games, we got the Saints. At New England, and New England's only yeah. laying three. Ugh. That feels like a broken line to me. New England minus three. I haven't seen anything that, that scares me off of New England at all. They look good to me. They look really good. Even even in a loss to Miami, I thought they, they looked pretty good and they had their act together. And I think they're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be a force this year. So fire up everybody on New England. Hundred percent. Pretty much, yeah. The, the Saints, it's it's basically Kamara or bust right now. Kamara is not even a, a RB1 right now, but you're not worried about him at all, right? No, no not at all. Rel relax, Keep relax, relax, trolls. <laughs> all right. The, the Falcons, we touched on this a little bit earlier. Falcons are getting three at the Giants with a total of 48. Any fantasy goodness in this action? For the uh, Giants? I would probably say uh, Saquon. Yeah. Saquon, he's got 10 days rest. He's going against the Atlanta Falcons. I think this is the bounce back spot. If, it's this, if it, this is not the bounce back spot, I don't know when it's going to be. Right. The Falcons are traditionally bad against pass catching running backs. They always have been. So that's a perfect spot for him because that's something he excels in. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you worried about Calvin Ridley? Because Matt Ryan yeah. looks old. Nah, I'm not worried. I'm not either. All right, good. Um, <laughs> Andy, you talked about the Steelers quite a bit before. You're in on Claypool big time, right? All day. Juju looks good too, man. He's involved. True. true. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't take one or the other. They're both going to hit maybe. All right. Any, uh, any impressions on Najee Harris? Looked a little better this week. Uh, he had that stiff arm. That's for damn sure. Yep. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, and where we at? Uh, Tyler Boyd let us down a little bit last week. Bit, I mean, yeah. he, he, he was, he was good. I think he went for what, like seven for 73, but didn't get yeah. him in the box. I believe, uh, Jamar chase looked good again. Good again. Yeah. The least Higgins amount, a touchdown as well. The least amount of uh, targets chase. Yeah, but but he did what he had to do with what yeah. he had. 
yeah. get the job done. Uh, Joe Mixon, where are we at with him? No, no worries, right? Nah, no worries. He's a he's a set him and forget him. All right, all right. I got another another potentially broken line here with the Cardinals on the road laying seven and a half to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do we think that Jacksonville can? <laughs> compete with Arizona because their defense <laughs> looks good and their offense looks sick. Now, Trevor, hammer Tre- time on Arizona. You know, Trevor Lawrence, I think they said had like 34% of uncatchable passes thrown. Here's, here's my problem. They, media <laughs> is destroying Zach. What about Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, He's, that's true. He looks awful right now. I mean, I'm not going to knock these rookies. They're rookies. But if the media wants to play that game, why aren't we going after Trevor Lawrence? Yep, he I hear terrible. you. I, I was wa- I was watching some of that game, and the announcer uh, I I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry, but he, he actually said, and and Lawrence threw for 300 yards. He said this is the worst football game Trevor Lawrence has ever played in his life, <laughs> and that's probably oh. true. Yeah. yeah. So and they're looking at 0 and three. Uh, so I mean, if I, you look up, if you look what I'm looking at already, Tankathon, it looks like last year Jets and Jags top two right now. Yeah, I hear you. So from from a gambling perspective, Andy, I you know I don't really like oh I don't road, really yeah, like no. road favorites all that much, but doesn't a two team teaser of Baltimore minus one and a half, Arizona minus one and a half look pretty sexy? Really sexy. Might have to ask my wife for a loan. <laughs> get that, get that, get that hammer out. <laughs> All right, the biggest the biggest spread on the slate is actually the Jets are getting ten and a half from Denver. Ooh. So what are we looking at from that? What do you that, what do you what do you look to expect that's a from trap. the Jets? That's a trap game. Oh, ain't, no tra- ain't no trap. They, I think that, they have Baltimore the next week and they they're looking at a three and start. They might be looking ooh. ahead. Suicide lock. Oh, it's definitely the Jets are definitely gonna lose, but I think they have a chance to cover. You see, you see what Cortland Sutton did too. Yeah, he had a big game, and uh, KJ Hamler psh, done. He he was uh, non-existent. But our, our boy Noah Fant, he's gonna eat this week too. Trust me. Love it. Love it. Yeah, yeah. love it. I I I, I gave guy. that out as an over uh, at what six hundred and ten yards for the season. Yeah. Come on, man. That, that if he stays healthy, that'll hit by week ten. Nice. All right. The, the the next four o'clock game, we got the Dolphins traveling across the country to visit Las Vegas, where there's a spread of four. If there's anything that scares me more is when people that live on South Beach go to travel and they go to Vegas because that's freaking scary. Bring the party back, right? So um Will Fuller should be back. He Looks he was like at practice. He, he he's back at practice, so he's back with the team. So whatever was going on with that, he's ready to make his debut. It's just a question mark of is Tua ready, um, and should he even be ready? Like, do we want to put this guy at risk because that offensive line is truly offensive right now? Oh, looks terrible. Yeah, I I mean, I I literally was watching that game obviously, and in the first fifteen offensive plays. There was nine negative plays by the offensive line where it was either a blown assignment or they just got run over or a stupid penalty. They just look terrible right now and they need a lot of help on the line and it's going to be yeah, scary all year not, long. That's, that's just not good. 
it's not good for a fragile quarterback. And I, I really, as a Dolphins fan, I want to watch him compete and I want to watch him uh, develop and, and see if he's really what I think he could be. But it's scary. And if they just sat him down for the year until they fix the offensive line, I'd kind of be okay with it at this point. Yeah. Uh, Henry Ruggs, pretty good, huh? Look good. He looked good. Yeah, I'm feeling Henry Ruggs. Uh, yeah. wh what did you feel about the, the backfield with uh, Kenyon Drake and Peyton Barber? So Peyton Barber, he he's there. He's stealing some carries from Drake. They yeah, pay Drake a, all that money, and here comes Peyton Barber out of literally nowhere. Right. He's so just a pimple on the ass, right? Pretty much. I mean, I'm. I would think Jacobs can be back next week, and uh, I don't know. It's a very confusing backfield. Drake is right now maybe not even a flex option if that keeps up. All right. So the next two games probably keep up with the uh, Kansas City game and fireworks. Both have a 55 and a half total. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Los Angeles Rams. And I can't Ooh, wait for that game. That's a wow. That's a good one. Oh, baby, you're a firework, right? Holy <laughs> crap. So everybody's good there. The problem is that it seems like in New England, it was always, who do you play in their backfield? We don't know what to do with Belichick. I feel like Brady's kind of doing that to us in Tampa with his receiving core. Like, yeah, this week it's going to be Evans. And yep. whoever's in his head, it, it, it's, it feels like it's almost matchup proof of who's going to pop off on a week-to-week -week basis. Well, listen to this. The past three games, Gronk has six touchdowns. Super Boom. Bowl. Week one, week two. He was plus 800 to catch two touchdown passes on DraftKings. And I told someone I'm not doing it because it's it's a dumb bet. And he did it and won. Wow. Woo. Uh, that's looking good. Wait, re remember, that was my bold prediction. It, I know. Over, over, over 10, and we're already 40% of the way there with 15 games left to go. So stay healthy, kid. Yeah. All right, but you're firing everybody else up, right? There, there's no, but there's no benching anyone in this. If you have any key player, Higby, Woods, Cooper Cup looks looks like he might be the best wide receiver in the game now. Uh, everybody on on Tampa, you just fire him up, right? Mm -hmm. Even if Antonio Brown, who let us down, you fire him up again, right? Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. Right. All right. What about Seattle at Minnesota? More fireworks, right? I think this is your trap game here because Minnesota's at home and they're the underdog by two points. I think Minnesota holds their own against Seattle here. Very possible. Seattle choked out. Thank you, Jamal Adams, for that one. Um, go Vikings. It's nice. Um, all right, on, on to the the two primetime games. We got the Packers. The Packers are always on primetime, and I'm good with that. Absolutely. So the Packers travel to San Francisco. San Francisco is laying three and a half. Rodgers seems to struggle against the 49ers. What do you think it is? Returning home as a Cali guy? He was a he was a 49er fan growing up. Yep. So I don't know. It's just weird. NFC Championship game two years ago, he got crushed by them. Right. Any concerns about Kittle? Kittle didn't really look himself. No, he has not been. Oh, Brian Ayuk. Yeah, that's, Brandon Ayuk. See, that, that's the thing. That's, What's it's, Ayuk? it's frustrating because apparently the San Francisco beat is saying that Ayuk was struggling to learn a role. 
Trey Sermon was struggling. Where were these reports all summer long? Yeah, Are you was struggling to learn stuff? Why didn't we know this in August? Why didn't we know Mitch? I mean, Trey Sermon was doing nothing at all. It's just, it's weird. Weird to me. What I want to know is why aren't the trolls on the beat writers and why are they on us that are doing this for free? Right? <laughs> There's people out there that get paid to do this. Why don't you give them a hard time and then call them a moron? Because they're not doing their job. This isn't my job. We're doing this for the hell of it. We're having fun and trying to help people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not at all. I didn't plan to rant today and we went out of time. There it is. There it is. All right. So what about the backfield though, Nick? I, I believe in Sermon, but let's say what what happens if Sermon's out this week? What on if earth Sermon's is out, happen? you were going with Elijah Mitchell, that shoulder holds up. Uh Hasey's out several weeks. They're gonna they're looking at Lamar Miller, and I think they brought in Duke Johnson possibly. Yep. So you might have one of these guys as the RB2, which is crazy. Right. Disgusting. Stash Jeff Wilson if you can. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was going to say. This backfield, ultimately, I think Elijah Mitchell takes a backseat to, to either Wilson or Sermon, one of those yeah, yeah. on the long term. All right, and then wrapping up the, the week is the Cowboys Monday Night Football with a division rival, Philadelphia Eagles. Love what I see from Jalen Hurts so far. Should be a good Love game. Love it. Yeah, it should be a very good game. Right. Now, now, Nick, talk to me about what's going on in the Cowboys receiving core right now because it sounds like Cooper's a little banged up. Mm -hmm. Gallup's Ooh. out. He's Gallup's out. So so who are you going to go to? Who are you Cedric, go Wilson. Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson. No, no, the guy I told you to go to last week. No. C.D. Lamb? Yes. Ah, that's, that's easy. Right. Yeah, that's he's easy a star. Go to. It, it was easy. And I was saying it last week, and he's still getting the same targets. The guy's a superstar. Superstar. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. gonna be a he's gonna be a second round pick next year. He just might be dynasty wide receiver number one. He was the top receiver come out of the draft last year. I had to sell you on him last week, Jeff. I sold you. You did, you did, you did. I mean, I targets. Mean, nine targets, twenty-four targets in two games. Right. Well, that that's that's the bottom line, though, is the most important thing, and we talked about it on the DFS show, is he had 14 targets on the first look, like not 14 targets, yep. 14 targets where, where Dak looked at him, threw him the ball, didn't look anywhere else. Like boom, yeah. bop, there he is. Go 14 times. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. All right. That basically wraps up the week three preview. Nick, you got anything you want to add before we uh, wrap it up? No, just keep an eye on who's dropped tonight. Um, before you set your waivers, check by roster percentage, see if there's any stars that kind of slip through the cracks. And um, I'm, I still haven't set mine yet, and I'm half asleep, so it's gonna be fun setting mine tonight, dude. I'm and telling you, the fantasy concierge. We need this, man. We need to build this system where people will do your waivers for you because I need it big time. I'm in. I I don't know how many leagues. I'm just skipping it. Like I don't love the waiver wire this week, and I know no, you gotta, there's not that many good options. You, you got to compete every week. I'm just taking a week off, man. I, I there's nobody I need. I don't didn't catch any of the major yeah, injuries this week. Um, I'm out. If you got that, if you have the, I have that with two waiver in a couple leagues. I'm saving it. I'll wait until tomorrow morning to see who's flipped through the cracks. I'm just going to save it. 
I'm going to wait for that one running back to elevate to the top and take that. Right. Did you did you guys take a look at Survivor yet, or you want to do that on Friday? I think I uh, I just took Carolina. I just took Carolina. I might change I, that. I already said that it's Broncos all day. Not I can't playing. bet against the Jets. I no, you have to. I yeah, can't if, do yeah, it. If you want to win the Survivor, you have to. Yeah, I'll bet against. I'll, I'll pick Carolina because I won't pick them the rest of the year. Oh. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. We appreciate everybody checking us out today. It's been fun. This this has been a, a great time. The trolls stayed home, so that's fine, man. We don't need them. We'll see them on Saturday or Friday. Yeah, you'll see them Saturday. Yeah, they'll be back on. They'll yeah. be back on Friday or Saturday. On I'm Saturday not sure night. when we're going to record. I, on Saturday night at ten o'clock, when they have nothing to do, they're single and they're home alone. Go ahead. <laughs> well, all right, all right, guys. Remember, please down down below here at hello. My name is Reed on Vemo. Please help this family out as you're setting your your. Uh, your, your waiver claims today take one dollar one minute anything that you could give a retweet anything like that helps out rally for read october 2nd we'll continue talking about it thereafter this has been the fantasy podcast stack attack he's at and mimi this is trader andy i'm j trello 20 trevor thanks for all you do take us on out of here peace guys Cheers, later. Come on.